Welcome to the Everything Works Out For Us podcast. My name is Marina, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me on this journey of embracing a growth mindset that's grounded in gratitude and self-awareness. I'm an REBT mindset life coach, actor, singer, content creator, and the bigger sister that you always wanted. And I'm ready to start turning our mental and emotional roadblocks into roadmaps. In each episode, I holistically utilize psychology, spirituality, and my own personal experiences to strive to empower you to step into your power and deeply connect to both your inner knowing and the world around you. Let's grow together. Hi everyone, welcome back to the pod. As some of you may have noticed, I did not release an episode last week. It was a holiday weekend, but it was also the closing weekend of my musical, and I still worked the whole week with the exception of the 4th of July, and honestly, I just wanted to take that day to spend at the beach with my best friend, and when I sat down to try and write and record last week's episode, I was feeling extremely overwhelmed. I only had a specific amount of time, like a very specific time window to complete it, and I didn't have anything that I felt extremely called to speak about at the time, and my head was still spinning from the lack of sleep and the adrenaline rush and crash of closing weekend and and everything. So when I forced myself to sit down and try to workshop the episode, I almost cried. And yeah, I'm sure this sounds a bit dramatic, but as I'm on this journey of healing my unhealthy patterns and really trying to listen to and honor my intuition, I stopped and I took a deep breath and I sat with my feelings and my body for a while. And the whole purpose of this podcast is to promote authenticity, mental health, and healing and growth. It's something that brings me joy and that I feel called to do to help myself and to help others. So I felt these conflicting emotions of not wanting to let people down by not releasing an episode, but also knowing that I simply was not in the headspace to create and that can create more harm than good. And so all of that brings us now to today and the theme of this week's episode. I want to chat about productivity culture, burnout, and the resistance that a lot of us have to resting and relaxation. So let's start right out of the gates with productivity culture. Uh, Productivity culture or hustle culture is a societal pressure to maintain a high level of productivity, to always be working, moving, doing, creating, to prioritize hustling over everything else especially over honoring your body or resting. It glamorizes overworking and promotes the idea that self-worth is tied to how much you can accomplish and how quickly you can accomplish it. Research suggests that people who appear to lead an overworked lifestyle are perceived as more competent, more ambitious, and have a higher social status. But romanticizing this overambitious, overworked lifestyle leads to burnout. Burnout is not just being tired, while this of course can be the start of it, but burnout can become an extremely serious mental health and physical issue, causing many mental health disorders like anxiety and depression and physical disorders like heart disease and diabetes. Productivity culture is obviously tied strongly to the workplace, but it reaches further than that. It's It's a whole lifestyle. 
But in the workplace, it can cause people to feel the pressure to constantly visibly overperform, which inhibits our ability to learn or to be innovative, which we can only do those things when given the time and space to think and breathe. But outside of the workplace, we also feel pressured to be visibly productive by needing to be doing something productive at all times, like cleaning the house, going to the gym, running errands, making constant plans with friends, pursuing hobbies or trainings or side hustles, any spare second that you get, etc. And while all of those things are essential to life, doing all of these things back to back to back to back, nonstop, with no time to unwind, process, or maybe even sleep leads to burnout too. So let's talk about rest. Now bear with me, as it may seem obvious, but honestly, some of you probably need to hear it again, myself included. Rest reduces stress. It gives you the opportunity to be more active when it's appropriate. It boosts your immunity. It increases concentration and memory. It improves mood, reduces anxiety and depression, aids in chronic pain relief, decreases blood pressure, and strengthens your cardiovascular system, among other things. I really think it's important to be reminded of these things, even though we have the tendency maybe to roll our eyes at them because we know them, but At the end of the day, our health and our well-being is all we have. We cannot be productive in any sense of the word if we work ourselves into the ground. We cannot fill each other's cups if our own cup is empty. And my goal of this podcast was to fill other people's cups, is to fill other people's cups. So it would have been hypocritical of me to try to fill your cup while mine was feeling empty. There's a metaphor that I love that isn't necessarily tied to productivity culture, but I feel like it's relevant. It's it's super common, honestly, so you may have heard it, but it really resonates with me and it may resonate with you as well. So if you're in a plane and God forbid something catastrophic happens and the oxygen masks come down, you have to put on your oxygen mask first. Your loving intentions are so pure by wanting to put on everyone else's mask around you and to be a hero, but if you pass out before you can even help the person next to you because you tried to help them before you could even save yourself, you ran out of oxygen first, you didn't even get what you wanted in the first place, right? Which was to help people. You have to prioritize yourself. And being able to tune into what you need takes time and work. But it's time for you and I to start unpacking and releasing the core beliefs that we have surrounding productivity and self-worth. Now, while we're never going to erase productivity culture, I mean, maybe someday that would be great, but that's not necessarily my intention with this episode. I do think it's in our power to redefine it. So what exactly does that mean? It's... It's kind of like how I'm redefining success for myself. I get to choose what success means to me. So to me, success means being my truest, most authentic and happiest self. So much so where I feel fulfilled and I can help others feel their best selves as well. I'm working on releasing the core beliefs that success has to mean 
extreme wealth or social status, fame, marriage and kids by 30 or whatever, whatever society might influence you to believe. So how can we redefine productivity culture? Well, if society tells us that we have to be productive and we can't beat them, let's join them, right? <laughs> let's make meditation and mindfulness productive. Let's make therapy productive. Let's get eight hours or more of sleep a night and know that's productive. Let's make vacationing at least yearly necessary and productive. Let's make doing the things that you love that are just for you, like making art or singing or writing or reading or moving your body or watching your favorite movie productive. Because all of these things in balance with your other daily tasks are essential to making you a wholehearted human and that is productive. Now switching gears a little bit, I wanted to address guilt regarding productivity culture. Guilt is something that I, I really wanted to touch on. I felt like it was very relevant, especially on the non-work related side of things. At least that's when I feel it most, I guess. But a lot of us find ourselves not only guilty when we are relaxing, but guilty saying no to things that may be deemed productive. And this includes things like making plans with others. Now, I just want to lovingly remind you again, you know you best. Practicing mindfulness is the best way to become more familiar with your body, your emotions, and what your intuition is telling you. And things like guilt will try to come up when old wounds are resurfacing. Your brain will try to tell you that you're being selfish for wanting to relax or that you'll hurt people's feelings for setting a boundary and this is an opportunity for a reflection. You can try putting yourself into your friend's shoes maybe. You know how overworked and stressed that they are at their job and if they said no to getting drinks with you this one time so they could take a night to recuperate, would you hate them? Would you be angry? I would venture to say no, you wouldn't, you'd be understanding. And you would hope that the people in your life with whom you have a genuine loving and respectful relationship with would do the same for you. And if they don't react in an understanding way, then perhaps the reflection then becomes about the relationship and if it's worth maintaining, but that's a topic for another day. Again, setting boundaries for the sake of your own mental and physical health is the furthest thing from selfish because you can't drive a car on an empty tank of gas we need time to refill we gotta refill the tank and that's when we can start driving again so transitioning yet again i i want to bring up the fact that a lot of people struggle with physical relaxation resistance and it's very common for people to say that they cannot meditate or cannot take a nap, for example, because they are physically unable to sit still or calm their mind. And then this most likely leads to relaxation avoidance. If these feelings and physical sensations of resistance surface for you, it's okay. This is totally normal, especially in the society that glamorizes and romanticizes productivity culture, right? So notice these feelings of resistance without judging them. Work on becoming more aware of them and where the sensations lie in your body. 
if you're noticing the feelings, letting them know that it's okay that they're present and working on breathing through them and letting them exist and then pass without judging them, then they may eventually start clearing. It's like if I told you to not think about a purple elephant, of course, you're going to think about a purple elephant. You're thinking about it right now, right? (laughs) But if you can thank the purple elephant for appearing, let it know it's no longer needed, and you're going to choose to focus on your breath now. There will be ultimately less resistance around releasing it, and it will go. Sitting on your couch, noticing these resistant thoughts and restless legs, thanking them for showing up, giving them attention, but letting them know that you're choosing now to focus on breath and calming your muscles is meditating, even if you're doing something like watching TV. Just like anything, mindfulness and meditation are a practice. Guided meditations really, really help me in this sense because when I find my mind wandering, I thank my thoughts for showing up and I let them go without judgment. And then I return my focus to the voice of the guide. But for you, perhaps maybe a more physical form of meditation could be better, like walking, jogging, swimming, anything really with repeated, oh, yoga, anything with repeated physical movement and conscious breath work. That's all meditating, but most importantly, be gentle with yourself. I know this episode is a little bit shorter, but I feel like it's fitting. Um, But as I'm wrapping up the episode, there's just a few more things that come to my mind that I feel compelled to share, kind of miscellaneous thoughts. But remember that resting is not lazy. Remember that rest is not something that you ever need to earn, Rest is something that a human body was designed to need. Remember that you are not a hero for overworking yourself to the point of exhaustion and illness. There's a reason that it's really common to get sick immediately after or sometimes during an extremely chaotic and overworked, overbooked time in your life. Our bodies are literally forcing us to slow down. So listen to them. Listen to your body before it gets to that point. I know that everyone motivates themselves in different ways, and I completely understand that, but I I urge you to not view resting, napping, or something that you thoroughly enjoy doing that's a form of self-love exclusively as a reward for being productive. Your body deserves the treat, the joy, the love, the rest, Even if you didn't do anything productive today, pleasure is a God-given right while we're at it. I mean, we, we don't need to prove to anyone or hit any invisible, impossible standard to give ourselves love and rest. The more we love and rest, the more productive, helpful, and ambitious we end up being anyway. Usually, When I'm in a creative rut, when I truly do not feel capable of doing anything or going anywhere or seeing anyone and I allow myself the time to physically and mentally heal, rest and recuperate and enjoy the little pleasures that I starve myself of in the midst of being overproductive, it's immediately after that that I feel invigorated and ready to jump right back into it. Um, I feel this way on vacations a lot too. Sometimes, honestly, I can get kind of restless on vacation nearing the end of it because I'm like, 
okay, I rested for five days. And now these last two days, I'm like, I'm ready to like go and be productive again. I feel invigorated. I feel inspired. I'm ready to work and to to do other things like my side hustles and focus on self-tapes and acting. Like I just needed that mental and physical mind break to step away from it in order to come back. I also think a lot of us may have learned this lesson during COVID quarantine too. I sure did. It was a time of forced solitude and rest, a time that many of us have never experienced before and most likely will never experience again. And for those of us who were blessed with health during that time, a part of quarantine was very healing to give our minds and our bodies that total restful reset. And then obviously a lot of us became restless and we were like, wait, but I'm ready to get back to work again. I'm ready to start doing stuff with my friends and to start going out and being my full self again and going to the store and whatever. (laughs) But I've definitely lost a little, uh, I've lost a little of that within myself as society is basically back in full in full grind mode. And I just, I don't want to grind anymore. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to work anymore, but I don't want to grind myself away to exhaustion in order to quote unquote achieve my goals. Like when it really boils down to it, that's not my goal. My goal is not to overwork myself to the point where I hate myself and I can't function as a human because I can't sleep and I'm just like disappointed with feeling like I can never achieve anything. But I'm not going to achieve anything if I'm stressed out all the time. I'm tired. I'm treating my body like shit. I'm not eating right. Like, so again, when you're overworking yourself to the extreme, are you even really going to meet those goals anyway? Like, I don't know. That This is the whole success thing and redefining success, what truly makes you happy, etc. But bottom line is, if the grind doesn't make you happy, stop grinding. <laughs> there is a middle ground of working hard and taking time to rest, I promise. And that middle ground is a beautiful place. So... I hope that you all have a very restful week this week. I hope that you enjoyed this shorter episode and that it it gives you some inspiration to rest and recuperate and give yourself a little extra self-love. As always, if you like the episode, please go ahead and give it a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to. Feel free to shoot me suggestions at everythingworksoutforuspodcast at gmail.com and interact with the polls and stuff on the Spotify page if you are listening there. And maybe, I don't know, share this episode with a friend who may be overworking themselves and needs a reminder to take a little break. So take a load off, (laughs) y'all. You deserve it, not because you earned it, but because you deserve it as a human. All right, I'll see you next week.